So, good evening, everyone. Today is the auspicious disappearance day of Chijiba Goswami Prabhupada. I wrote something about that in the, um, our edition of Tattva Sundarbha, it's been published on The Harmonist, published again today. Very nice description of the person and the uh, contribution of Jiva Goswami. So I encourage you to read that. But first I'll ask if there's any questions about anything. And and um, may leave the discussion to the reading. Any questions tonight? Yes. So much. <clears throat> In one of the recent uh, Swami calls, you mentioned, someone asked uh, a question about Gauravya, and you mentioned that uh, there's the eternal Lila and occasional Lila. The what? Occasional Lila. What about it? Sanyasli. Uh, Sanyasli, yeah. Mm, but I was wondering about, uh, what about the uh, uh, l- latest stages of Lord Chaitanya, like in Gambira, when he's experiencing Mm-hmm. the deepest uh, emotions and mm-hmm. everything it seems like um, of course it's all Lila but it seems like everything before that leads to that so at the end he can really go very deep and experience that so is this eternal Lila mm-hmm. or not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the question is about the nature of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's manifest Lila so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appears in the world, performs his lila, and then it becomes unmanifest. It is thought to have an unmanifest, um, eternal um, expression um, beyond the uh, um, beyond this world, so to speak, in the in the parvyoman, deep in the subjective world of consciousness proper. And same holds true with Krishna Leela, of course. Appears for some time, disappears, but um, it um, it continues and has an eternal manifestation that's unmanifest here. They're called the prakat and the uprakat, the manifest in this world and the unmanifest Leela. Unmanifest here, obviously it's manifest somewhere else, but in relation to our um, world of experience. There's a manifest Leela and the unmanifest Leela. So, uh, that said, um, the question is about certain aspects of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela not being part of the unmanifest Leela, but only part of the manifest Leela. In particular, his taking of sannyas. And the question is that, what about the last end? Leela's in the Gambira. Gambira means deep. And this is the room that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu lived in, and there he was retired and deep in trance of ecstasy, and these are the highest reach, so to speak, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pursuit of Krishna's pursuit in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Mahaprabhu of the bhava, of Prem of Radha. So is that, the question is, not part of the unmanifest Eternal Leela. Eternal is probably not the best word to use because they're all eternal in some sense. Uh, and and um, But the manifest and the unmanifest Leela. 
So, as we know, the, the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela is, is Krishna Leela, an extension of it, kind of an encore appearance where things are just turned around a little bit. And Krishna, Chaitanya, becomes the object of the, the shelter of love rather than the object of love. Um, and so, given that parallel, the taking of sannyas on the part of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which causes him to leave Navadweep and ultimately go to Jagannath Puri and, and other parts and retire eventually in Jagannath Puri, um, that part of Gorlila corresponds with Krishna's going to Mathura and Dwarka. Mathura, he kills Kamsa, and then he takes everyone to Dwarka to build a city there and protect everyone and so forth. And so, in the unmanifest Leela of Krishna, Krishna doesn't go and kill Kamsa. He doesn't go and build a fort in Dwarka. The Krishna of, of Golok, of, of Gokul. There is a Mathura Leela at the same time. There is a Dwarka Leela. Golok is made up of these three abodes, Dwaraka, Mathura, and Vrindavan. They are said to be perfect, more perfect, and most perfect. Um, so, all three leelas are going on. However, Krishna in Vrindavan never leaves Vrindavan. The Leela Mathura is going on, the Leela Dwarka is going on. Through his Maturesh appearance as the, as the god of Mathura, his Dwarkesh appearance as the, as the center of everything in Dwarka. But the devotees in Vrindavan don't have any experience of him leaving. Hmm. So, that is the main, the, the, the principal form of separation. Hmm. When there's different types of separation, hmm. and this type, when he goes away for a long time, is the full idea of separation. And there's four types of union that correspond with the four types of separation. So the union that corresponds with the separation that's for a long time in the manifest Leela. That's the full face of, of union, so to speak. So the 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 one of the one of the differences between the manifest and the unmanifest Leela of Krishna is that there is no long separation. There's always the, the union is there. So it's said there is no separation in the unmanifest lila, like there is on it. There are uh, in, in the manifest lila. There are smaller windows of separation hmm. uh, at, at night, or Krishna goes behind a tree, or he goes out cowherding, and, and then the, the the elders are left in the village, and there's some separation there, but not this really traumatic separation where he goes to Mathura and the dark and he's gone for like hundred years or more. And will he ever come back? And you know, they're just left in this very pathetic condition. Which in the manifest Leela takes place and which showcases the nature of their fidelity and their love. Properly understood it that separation sheds light on the 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 value of that, the it, it sheds light on the extent to which he's actually present there, even in his apparent absence, while he's physically, so to speak, in Dwarka, 
and physically absent in Vrindavan. He's actually more present in Vrindavan because the love for him is so intense there. So if there's love for him, then he must be there in some sense. He's there in the hearts of the devotees. So the separation has a purpose in the manifest Leela. And um, this is one of the purposes, to shed light on the, the, the um, super-excellence of the devotion of Braj. So, that said, Gorlila, as I mentioned, the parallel of Krishna's leaving Vrindavan and going to Mathura and Dwarka Chaitan, is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu leaving Nabadweep and going to take sannyas in um, where did he take sannyas? In Katwa. It's said that uh, I think it's said that uh, some someone there was was manifestation of Kamsa, maybe, maybe. Is it Keshava Bharati? The Kura, or the barber, or something. Hmm. <laughs> Shaved his head, something like. So there's a parallel. Hmm. Um, and anyway, then from there he goes to to Jagannath Puri, which corresponds with Dwarka. And and these Leelas outside of Navadweep on the part of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the manifest in the manifest overall Gore Leela are teaching us something as well. They're teaching us the way. Actually he took sannyas, he took sannyas to teach the way to uh, attain what he himself um, came to experience and as a result of that distribute. Hmm. So the Namadweep Leelas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, where there is intimacy with Nimai Pandit, Vishvambar is his family name. They don't call him Sri Krishna Chaitanya, that's a big name. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Maharaj Ji. Like that. There's that, that kind of there's no separation there. And the sannyas is a form of Aishvarya. Aishvarya means um, how would you say it? Um, opulence, like um, majesty, majesty, and and it creates a distance. So if he carries this danda, and uh, as a sannyasi, he's separate from everybody. Hmm. Can only get so close to him, and so forth. So and he's showing the opulence the majesty of of, 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 of detachment and, uh, and knowledge. It's said that uh, Bhagavan possesses six opulences in full wealth, strength, fame, beauty, knowledge, and renunciation. So we find this knowledge of, san, of a sannyasi, and he, he, he has many exploits where he, in his sannyasi, he shows his knowledge, defeating um, Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya and and uh, Prakasana and Saraswati, and so on and so forth. And his detachment. His detachment was very, um, his Bhairagya was very um, extreme, extreme and big, elderly. And he was only 24 years old when he took sannyas, 48 when he left the world. So, Meanwhile, there were elderly sannyasis like Keshava Bharati and Brahmananda Bharati, Brahmananda Puri, uh, and so forth. These are the, said to be the nine roots of the 
tree of love of God. So it's rooted, in one sense, in detachment from the world. And flowers and fruits in the form of love of God, which looks worldly. Love of Radha and Krishna looks worldly. The life and the Leela of Krishna looks worldly. Worldly and a bit ignorant. Not educated and very plain. And, um, but it's rooted as we see in the Chaitanya tree, in this kind of detachment from material life. So, anyway, these roots, there's nine of them, nine sannyasis, who are said to be the, metaphorically, the roots of the Chaitanya tree, hmm, of love of God. And these were all very elderly fellows. Brahman the Bharat, he was wearing the deer skin only, only, and they're very, like, really rugged kind of, sannyasis in a classical sense from hundreds of years ago. And uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was a young, tender lad of 24, 25 years old when he took sannyas. But they were intimidated by the measure of his uh, renunciation. So, when God wants to be renounced, then it's hard to compete with that. Um, so these types of, this opulence of bairagya and gyan, they create some distance. Hmm? And um, similarly with his ecstasies, which were extraordinary, and we've commented on it a number of times, there's no religious figure in the history of the world that uh, exhibited the, the measure of this kind of ecstasy, and neither is there anywhere in the religious world that I'm aware of, any type of, um, uh, any comparative explanation of ecstasy, as is given, for example, by Rupa Goswami, categorizing it in different ways, bhava, shadows of bhava, um, uh, reflections of bhava, different types of, of bhava. Uh, it's quite a detailed exposition on the nature of ecstasy spiritual ecstasy. I don't think there is any such um, uh, thing that compares with that. Any, at any rate, in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, is, is the, the full face of that um, ecstasy. And so that ecstasy manifesting as it did in the Gambira made it impossible for him to get close to anybody in the Leela. At the same time, what is it about? It's really about separation. He's trying to enter into Vrindavan in the mood of... and and, and, and um, um, enter into the, the, the bhava of, of Radha. And so it it is a, a means to an end. And the end is what? The end is internally, it said, Baya Visha Jalahoi Bitare Anandamoy, Krishna Prema Adbhuta Charit. So the outside, the Prem can look very frightening. Hmm? And some of the descriptions of his ecstasy are frightening. But inside, it's full of Ananda, hmm? such as the characteristic of Prem. So inside, and sometimes he would share, I went in a trance and then I saw Krishna. And Radha and the gopis engaged me and, and so forth. And he was having a very um, 
um, what sounds like a very desirable experience, whereas on the outside it looked very disconcerting. Weeping, who wants to weep all day long? You know, give him a handkerchief or something. You know, poor guy. But internally, his experience is is very um, pleasing, Ananda. So his internal experience, he's entering into the Vrindavan. And that Vrindavan that he's entering into, that corresponds with Navadweep. Hmm? So he's showing us how, in his leelas, outside of Navadweep, to enter into Navadweep. As much as he's showing us how to enter into Vrindavan, he's showing us how to enter into Navadweep, because Navadweep is said to be the lotus within the lotus. Hmm? that is Krishna Leela. So as I've said, if you look deeply into Krishna Leela, what do you find? At the zenith of Krishna Leela, you find Krishna um, overwhelmed by the nature and measure of Radha's love. He sees in Radha um, extraordinary love, and he realizes that there's something in me that, that does that to her, and I'm not familiar with what that is. Hmm? I'm going to find out about myself what it is in me that makes her like that. And so, Krishna Leela turns to Gaur Leela, right? So, if we're inside of Vrindavan, is Navadvip. Mahabhava in the Gambira is showing, the, the, first he does, first he does Namsan Kirtan everywhere, and he's preaching, making major converts, he's traveling, um, and active, he has an active life hmm? as a sannyasi. And in the last six years, he retires from his active life. Hmm? So, some active life, which is the teaching of Bhakti Siddhanta, for example, preaching, hmm? outreach. Hmm? Um, we talk about Jiva Goswami. Uh, in today's his day of disappearance, he had a very active life. Hmm? Uh, he, for like more than a decade, was involved in uh, overseeing the construction of the Radha Govinda Temple. And that's a huge architectural uh, um, and uh, uh, accomplishment and, uh, and, uh, and um, um, you know, work of art and uh, huge construction. I mean, who knows how many years it took to build. Hmm? given the technologies of the time and so forth. And for more than a decade, he was involved in overseeing it. He was involved in, in a, so many things, um, in, a, in a very active life. By the time Rup Sanatan disappeared, he was the senior most uh, person um, in terms of uh, knowledge of Gaudiya Vaishnavism for everybody, all the devotees in Orissa and Bengal and, and Vrindavan. Um, but, as I say, he, you know, sometimes he say he was living on a different tree every night, but um, this is said in Chaitanya Charitamrita that people used to say that, but actually they were, he and the other Goswamis, they were very, in one sense, a very active life. He can't be built, organizing temples, and he saw to the wills of deities and things like that, and he was involved in various types of um, things, like you find Sanatana running around, you know, doing things, the, type of active life and Prabhupada was, was doing hmm, that kind of thing. So, um, um, Bhaktivinoda was very active. The last 
four years or so, he retired like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu the last six years. So, um, so arguably our life should have such a, a parallel. Hmm. That's kind of what Prabhupada meant by his saying, work now, samadhi later, something like that. Hmm. Um, and that work is part of the work of cleansing the heart and making it possible for you to sit and so forth. So, Mahaprabhu was showing the way and um, and, and and the way is to enter into Navadvip, into the Kirtan Hall of Sri Vastakur, which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu didn't let anybody in except his most intimate devotees. Hmm? So you can enter in there. Hmm? But that's not, the way is not to try to knock down the door and you know, insist that you should be in, but to follow the way that he personally came out to show hmm, how to do. Hmm. So in this sense, the Gambira Leela, as deep as it is, hmm, is a is it is it kind of a teaching Leela, like a sannyas Leela. Hmm. And um, it is a it is a separation Leela also. And the end is union, as I mentioned. In the in the Prakat Lila, unmanifest Lila, it's, it's all union. Hmm? And as Krishna's not going from the, away from the Brajabhasis, Krishna, Krishna Chaitanya Vishwambar is not leaving Navadvip to go to Jagannath Puri and, and so forth in the eternal unmanifest Lila of Navadvip. And there the devotees associate with him intimately as Nimai Pandit, Vishwambar, and go to Kirtan with him and so on and so forth. Hmm? There's a little more Aishwarya there than there is in the in the uh, manifest Leela, which is so human-like, which is true with Krishna Leela also. Hmm? I'd like it to a movie on location, so there's some extra features that make it even more sweet and attractive. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's student life and his non-devotional apparent life and so forth is very, very charming. His interaction with the Vaishnavas before he becomes a Vaishnava, so to speak. Hmm? Um, very charming, very endearing. Uh, but it, overall, the Navadvip Leela doesn't have that uh, op, that majesty of sannyas and ecstasy and, and so forth, uh, overt, that, um, that uh, causes distance. And... In, in, and in a sense, he's got a sadhaka deha in ecstasy, and siddha deha is also full of ecstasy, but it's suitable, so it doesn't have the same kind of contortions <laughs> and so forth. It's like Radha's experiencing the full bhava, but he's not like um, undergoing the shocking types of um, descriptions of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? So, um, it also tells us the sadhaka day has a limit to what it can contain, so to speak. Hmm. And so sometimes we say, well, there's a, there's a perfected sadhaka day, or really it's a, a siddha day for Gorlila and the siddha day, a sp- perfect spiritual body for Krishna Leela, the devotees will attain. Hmm. So that Leela, hmm, that is all, that in, it is all Navadvipa. There's no leaving Navadweep. There's no Gambira. Hmm? From the Navadweep point of view, Gambira is terrible. Hmm? So the sannyas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is undesirable. 
we find it desirable and interesting because it's very compelling and it's full of instruction uh, by example and the precept of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is very much um, played out in that sannyas lila. But from the Navadvip perspective of the eternal devotees, there, he's leaving Navadvip. He's creating distance now. He's becoming a Sri Krishna Chaitanya. He's losing his hair, his beautiful hair. Hmm? And the barber was a kura. They cursed the barber. Yeah, like the gopis cursed a kura, something like that. Um, so, so at the same time, as I said, there is the manifest, unmanifest leela of Mathura and Dwarka. It's it's not one in which the Krishna of Braj appears to leave and go there. So some some say that the Sanyas Leela uh, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has some manifestation in the outer petals of Golok. Hmm. Some say. I've never been there. But, um, but our concern is with the Nabadweep Leela and the possibility of um, service to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Dasi Bhakti that is tinge with some sakya, hmm? uh, which is this, which is what the dasya l- l- rasa of Brindaban is like. Hmm? So it's a special kind of dasya. Hmm? Practically all the dasya in Brindaban is tinged with sakya, and some of the sakya is tinged with dasya. There's two different sides. Hmm? But in Navadvip like this, we see. The devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they are all showing the Dasya Bhav. We see that in the Leela. And this is our point of view. Other people have different ideas, um, whether they're orthodox or not. We follow the Chaitanya Charitamrita, that kind of orthodoxy, and we want this kind of Dasya Bhav with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And, but it's a, it's intimate, like... We sit with our guru. There's some distance, but there's some intimacy also, and, and that we like the most. Are you coming to Daji Kund Gurmanj with us? That we part we like more than the class, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so, uh, so that uh, we want that kind of uh, association with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, so the, yeah, the Gambira is is like the, the Sanyas Leela. Hmm. It's 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 very instructive to us. It's very powerful in the whole Sanyas Leela, but it's provisional in a sense. It's taking us somewhere, hmm? and the destination arrived at makes it undesirable. Hmm? That's why Sridhar Marsh didn't like the idea of having a Rathiyatra in Navadweep, because hmm? he thought the inhabitants of Navadweep would be disturbed by the idea of Rathiyatra. Because it'll conjure up fears of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu going to Puri and and so forth, and it's un- undesirable from their perspective. Hmm. They don't like to think about that. Hmm. Of course, they've made to think of going there. Hmm. Then again, everybody can't go. Sachi can't go. Problem. So all these problems are resolved. That's the beautiful part of the Aprakat Leela. Everything's resolved. Live happily, happily ever after. <laughs> That's the Aprakat Leela. Happily ever after. The, the Prakat Leela is full of problems. Hmm. 
full of problems. But those are teaching moments and showcasing something about the Leela that is important to understand. But in the end, everybody with Krishna, everybody with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, everything's happy, everything's resolved. Vishnu Priya is there, and uh, Lakshmi Priya is there. In a, in a, in a Prakat Leela, Lakshmi Priya passes, Vishnu Priya is left to mourn hmm? the social suicide of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the form of sannyas. These are very pathetic hmm, conditions, but they're very powerful. Hmm? Very powerful. So in one sense, you don't want them. In the context of the Leela, you want them to be resolved. Nobody wants Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to leave, take sannyas, and leave Vishnu Priya, leave his mother. How is that possible? They're thinking like that. How can it be? So it's very powerful that Sachi steps in and says, no, he should, he's done it now, what's done is done. Let him go to Puri. You can't imagine, I mean, these are just such deep, emotional, spiritually emotional um, aspects of the Leela. When Mahaprabhu takes sannyasana and, and early, before dawn, he's going out and Sachi knows she's there like a statue at the door. He just walks past her. Oh. These are very, very powerful. So they have a purpose. Hmm. They really can, really have a power to capture one and consume one, and, hmm. and want to make, in a sense, make a resolution to it. And that's the prakat, aprakat lila. It's resolved. Everybody's there. It all works out. And he doesn't take sannyas. That help? What else? Yes. It's safe to assume that another reason why the prakadnila takes place is just as Mother Yashoda can I experience those early childhood pastimes of Krishna birth, so simply not such a matter. Gets to, gets to experience, yeah. Yeah. Right, Krishna's not born in the unmanifest Leela, so what's the meaning of motherhood if you never have give birth as a child? But Krishna's actually born, Chaitanya was actually born. Hmm. And so the whole full experience of motherhood, yeah. Is, uh, so that's the way it's that's the way in which the Prakat Leela is extended. It's 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 more. But then it has problems that are resolved and in in the Prakat Leela I'm mentioning, so both have their Features, attractive features. They they go together. They they're not. They're really one. Hmm. They're really one. There's really no difference, even with the differences we're describing. They're, they're governed by, ruled by, uh, moved by, same feelings, same bhavas. Hmm. And certain events occur slightly differently, but just to bring out the different bodies. Showcase them for us. Hmm. Such possibilities or prospects are there. Hmm. I, got, I don't know if I told you, but I got in touch with Mahavir Swami, who did some artwork for us. I kind of discovered him in the devotee community. Well, I did, really. 
uh, many years ago and went to his home in Rajasthan and Bikanar and commissioned him to paint uh, covers for Ascetic Vedanta initially and then Bhagavad Gita. And then now he's famous, done different projects in the devotee community, he's been on a lot of places outside of India and so forth. So he's on Facebook. I went looked him up and I contacted him. Of course, he remembered me. And I was asking if he'd like to do a painting for my next book. Hmm? And so then I, he was very happy to do that. So that's why I get back to him with some details. Then I started to think we should have him do a whole series of paintings for Gorlila. His artwork is very extraordinary. He paints with a one hair from the tail of a squirrel and a microscope. Or a tel- microscope? Magnifying glass. They're miniatures. And all the paints are natural. Like the, the, the yellow comes from cow urine and something else. And that's how he makes the paints. So this is an ancient art from the Mughal period. And he's preserved that. And some nuanced it in some ways, but it's it's a great thing. And so um, I thought we have him do a whole series I thought, you know, we could highlight different, the meeting of Rupa Goswami, you know, the eclipsed moon and Haridas and Advaita chanting, Haribo, something like that. And then you, you know, graphically depict key points in the Leela and then connect it with some text, something like that. But it could be a lot of, a lot of paintings. They're not, they're not cheap. <laughs> so today I was thinking we could do the Astakali of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In the Aprakat Leela, eight, eight pictures with one extra one on the cover, something like that. And then I've written something about it, but I could extend that with more detail and so forth. This is an artistic aid to, to and and song and commentary, this one and such um, effort to to. Absorb the mind. Hmm. Nice idea, huh? These kind of things should be done. It's not, as I always thought, that the need for more paintings of Gorlila. His style is very, very extraordinary. Shidamarsh wrote the Premadam Deva Stotram, composed in Sanskrit. I think it's 72 or 78 prayers, basically taking it through Gorlila. So that was another thought. We make a painting for each one, you know. That would be seventy-eight or two paintings. Would be probably about a lot of money. But this is what money is for. This should be spent for this. And we could also take the prints. We make the prints out of them and make them available. So I'm going to do it. Some one of these ideas, maybe all of three of them. We'll see, or two of them. But this is much nicer than, you know, what is matter. <laughs> we were talking about that the other day. What is matter? Does it matter? Something to transcend. Something like that. Some place for it, but this is much more charming. What else? Any other question? Yes. Seems like the Dwarasa Gopal's as, you know, <laughs> like, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I thought you were to ask. Uh, they couldn't contain themselves, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the idea is that we have a the the, the, the in one sadaka deha practitioner's body. One should conduct oneself in a certain way, hmm? and not the way in which one would conduct oneself in Krishna Lila in the Siddhadeha. And the Goswamis emphasized this by their own example while they wrote about the idea of the Siddhadeha and that one should do service in the Siddhadeha. They set an example of a different kind of service, if you will, that was appropriate for the Sadaka Day. In other words, in the Siddhadeha, gopis aren't chanting japa all day long and fasting and and uh, uh, all such practices of bhakti. Hmm? But the Goswamis were doing these things. Hmm? So the idea is that internally, in a meditative siddhadeha, they were doing the things that the gopis do. And externally, they were engaged in their sadhaka day in a fully spiritual way and showing by their example in their sadhaka day, how to conduct oneself in one's own sadhaka day such that it will give rise to a siddhadeha, an internal meditative body in a leela. Hmm? So, by contrast, uh, some persons misunderstood Rupa Goswami's verse about this, which says, Seva sadhaka rupena siddha rupena chatrahi, that one should do service in a sadhaka day and a siddhadeha. Hmm? And so some people thought that they would do service in the Sadakadeya the way they do in the Siddhadeya. So maybe they dress up like gopis and and um, who knows what, what things they did and so forth. Hmm. But this was Vishwanath Chakrabhatakur answered this controversy in his commentary, I think, in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Hmm. No, it means that in the Sadakadeya they conduct themselves in one way and the Siddhadeya in the other way. So the question is, is about these Dwarasago Pauls, the twelve eternal principal coward friends of Krishna, they appeared in Gauralila as associates of Nityananda Prabhu. And some of the ways in which they conducted themselves and they're described as sounds like they were in their Sadakadeya acting like they were would in the Siddhadeya. They carried flutes and sticks and sometimes decorated themselves with peacock feathers and and uh, they did other things too, of course, that uh, like playing with tigers, that one fellow did like, like it was a kitten and and so forth. So, so if they distanced themselves by very extraordinary activities and symptoms, undeniable symptoms of love of God... They distanced themselves from any practitioners in the world who might think, I'll be a coward boy, I'll just get myself a flute and put on a peacock feather and so forth. And No. Um, so they distanced themselves from such imitation by real symptoms of, of, of prame manifesting in their sadhaka deyas. And they did very extraordinary 
things that were uh, ordinary people could not do. Hmm? Miraculous type of things. Hmm? So people like that, they're in a different kind of category, so to speak. And if their bhava from the brudge shows up externally in their person, hmm, it's not really a violation of what Rupa Goswami is talking about. Neither are they particularly teaching the way the Goswamis were, the way of sadhana, hmm? <clears throat> necessarily. Hmm? Rupa Goswami Ji was particularly commissioned to teach in their sadhaka day how to be a sadhaka. Many of the associates of Mahaprabhu, they weren't doing that. They were just there with him. Hmm? And so their activities were uncommon and sometimes not uh, those that could be imitated, like Jagannath, uh, what's his name, Ramananda Roy and Jagannath Puri, hmm? his activities. They're not like examples of what a sadhaka should do. Or um, the, um, what is his name? Um, Pundarik Vidinidi, his example, is there. So they were very unorthodox. Nityananda Prabhu was very unorthodox, and he would drink the milk from the teats of the cows like a calf sometimes. And But he would also swim in the Ganges with alligators. So he'd be able to do both, you know. Anyway, so, uh, so sometimes he would act like a cowherd. It would manifest in him. Um, uh, sometimes in, in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the fact that he was Krishna would show up. Hmm? So in these these Dwarasagopals, sometimes they would show up hmm? um, on, on, in, an, on, in a way what couldn't be um, contained. Um, <clears throat> so they were per, they were perfected beings. That help? Prabhupada gives the uh, one explanation for the term Goswami. Excuse me, they were perfected beings, and the idea is you don't become perfect by using your sadhakadeya and in it acting like it's like you would in the citadeya. That's not the way. But if you attain the ideal, hmm, then it may show up in your sadhakadeya, the siddha. Reality. Hmm? You follow? And it, it will show up to some extent in your sadhakadeya, other, other in subtle ways also, in some scar dispositions and forth for that ideal and so forth. Yes? You have the term Goswami, you mean one who controls mind and senses. When you were discussing this then, it reminded, I thought of like how the Goswami is acting as acharyas control their mind and senses even from the internal symptoms manifesting outwardly. You know, they were such mm-hmm. yeah. strict observers of what they were practicing in order to teach. Yeah. That they controlled their inner emotions. Much like, you give the example like our child, like Prabhupada, wrestle himself down. Yeah, so that, this is one of the reasons that the Goswamis are so much, you know, highlighted. They're the founder Acharyas, and they they have a special position in Gaur Leela, or excuse me, in Krishna Leela which is the position by which the jivas can come as close to tasting what Mahaprabhu came to taste hmm, themselves. And in Gaur Leela, they 
so much teach by example, write the books, um, and so forth. And uh, so they have a very special, special position. What else? What time is it? 7.30. Okay, we'll stop there. It's nice to be with you all. Sisi Daji Gopal Ki Jai. Kodi Vaishnav Guru Pampara Ki Jai. Gaur Bhaktavinda Ki Jai. Gaur Premanandi.